women often tell me that they're struggling with overeating or binging and they really need some help. And if this is you, I have created a new free resource for you. It's an ebook called Escape the Binge in Four Simple Steps, The Christian Guide to Stop Overeating. In this ebook, you're gonna find the four steps that you can use to go from binge eating and overeating to a healthful pattern of eating that doesn't control you. In this ebook, you're gonna find out the underlying reasons why you're binge eating. This ebook contains some foundational information that's gonna help you address the real reasons you continue to overeat and how to eat in a natural and truly satisfying way. So to get your free copy of this ebook, just go to CherylSharko.com slash escape or use the link in the show notes. Unless you are very familiar with biblical counseling, you might be wondering why I have, quote, brought the issues of food freedom, body shame, and dieting into the Christian space. Hey, it's a legit question. And if I wasn't coming from the place and the background I have, I'd probably be wondering that right alongside you. So today, I would like to show you and hopefully prove to you that the realm of faith is exactly where this discussion belongs. Intrigued? I hope so. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Food Freedom and Faith Podcast. I'm your imperfect host, Cheryl Sharko, registered dietitian, nutritionist, and biblical counselor, here to get real with you, my sisters in Christ. Yep, I'm talking to you who struggle with restrictive food rules, chronic dieting, yo-yo diets, emotional eating, and other issues that consume your life, your joy, and your peace. So get your comfy pants on like I did and get ready for some real talk about this journey, real nutrition information, and some real solutions so you can live a life in true food freedom and faith. Hey, sisters. Look, I know my professional niche is Super weird. I'm a dietitian who doesn't promote dieting. I'm a biblical counselor who works largely with eating and body shame problems. I'm an admirer of intuitive eating, but I don't believe that weight loss is a forbidden topic for Christians. I deal with mental, emotional, and whole person wellness without turning to psychology. I'm a healthcare provider who insists that physical health is only one piece of the puzzle. And I work to build up Christian women without all the common messages of self-esteem and self-love. Yep, in other words, weirdo, got it. But just because I'm singing a different tune over here, please don't make the mistake of thinking that this message isn't true and isn't powerful. In fact, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then looking at your preoccupation with weight loss, your lifetime on the diet roller coaster and your body shame from a biblical perspective, it's not only the most effective way to go, it is essential for you. And I would say it's the only way to address your struggles fully. There are many reasons for this, but we are going to look at the top three. Okay, ready? So let's go. The top three reasons that we must look at these problems through the lens of faith in Jesus Christ. Well, let's start with the last, number three, the third reason. The third reason is because you're a soul in a body that has been made spiritually alive if you have been reborn in Jesus Christ. Now, since you are made up of these main elements, each of these need to be addressed when we're dealing with such an enslaving problem as the fear and the guilt and the shame and the despair that comes with eating and weight issues. 
You know, the deep inside issues. You know what I'm talking about. So that's the third reason is that we're a soul that's embodied and have been made spiritually alive. We have spirit, soul, body, and those all need to be addressed. Number two, the second reason that we have to look at these issues through the lens of faith in Christ is that we're speaking of deep issues here. And so the real problems are not actually with your body, but with the inner man or the heart issues. These are the problems that need to be addressed. The heart and mind are what really need to be remodeled or changed. And do you know the only one who can make such a deep and lasting change? Well, if you thought the answer was you yourself, well, that would not be correct. The only one who has the power to change your inner man and your heart is the Holy Spirit. Now, if you think about it, you have experienced this. When you tried to take on new routines and build habits and do restrictive diet plans or weight loss plans or workout plans, you know, those only go so far and they only last so long. But when they're over and even throughout, you're still dealing with all those insecurities, all those problems, all those maybe obsessions, all those same types of thoughts. Those haven't changed no matter what's occurred on the outside of the body. So that shows us that there's a deeper work here that only the Lord can do. So that was the second reason is because we're dealing with deeper heart issues, not just the physical body and not just your behaviors. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to look at the top reason, number one, why we must look at these struggles from a faith-led perspective. Be right back. There's a lot of new stuff going on over here, starting with our newsletter. Each week, you can expect some cool stuff like behind-the-scenes sneak peeks of the online program that's coming out in a few months, or updates, or any free resource. Well, those go directly to our newsletter subscribers. So don't miss a beat, a pod, or a peek by signing up for the free email newsletter at CherylSharko.com slash newsletter. We are back, and let me just repeat the two reasons so far why it's imperative to look at our struggles with body shame, constant dieting, and a hopeless desire to lose weight through the lens of faith in Christ. One was that we're made up of a soul and a body and a spirit, and all of these must be addressed for true health. And the second was that Only God has the ability to make the deep heart and mind transformations that we all desperately need in these areas. And that brings us to the number one reason, the main reason why we must take a Christian faith viewpoint in these struggles. The number one reason is that even though we're talking about seemingly worldly problems such as weight loss and dieting and body image and even food rules, What we must recognize is that these are, in actuality, spiritual growth issues. Yep, that's right. The obsessions, the preoccupations, the strivings, and even all that mental space that we use in any of our endeavors, well, they just show us whether we are being made more like Christ daily and also where we still need to grow, which is a lifetime process, yes? In other words... If I'm spending, say, 80% of my thoughts on dieting and eating and my body size and my body shape and logging calories, keeping all the food rules, what the number on the scale reads, what people think if I've 
gained weight or if they like that I've lost weight, et cetera, et cetera. Then we can see that we're in direct contrast to scriptures like Colossians 3, 1 through 3 and Philippians 4, 8 that tell us that our mind is to be continually set on the things of our bodies, of our weight. Nope. On the things of God. That's where our minds are to be set and where we are continuing to grow in that area. But before you hear this and walk away in guilt and shame, remember that since this is an issue of spiritual growth, you can be sure that God will continue this ongoing and progressive work of making you more like Christ daily as you seek Him and His ways. Isn't that amazing? You can be sure of that. In Philippians 1.6, Paul says, and I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Be comforted that you are not on your own, even in this, even in these areas. In the second chapter of Philippians verse 13, we're told that it is God who works in you both to will, right? That's what you want to do and to work, how you're acting it out, for his good pleasure. It's God who's doing that work within you as you're then living out the change in obedience. Remember, it's only God who can remodel your heart and mind, that inner man. And he does it through his word by his Holy Spirit, and he is faithful to complete it. So where do you begin? Where does this all take you? Let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll look at three ways that you can begin looking at your struggles with food and body image freedom through the lens of faith and find the comfort and help you need for the journey. Be right back. Hey, sisters, I have some good news. I want to get to know you better. I want us to support one another in this process, this journey to food freedom. It can be tough if we're doing it alone, so let's not. Why don't you join me in our private online community? I'll put the link in the show notes, or you can just go to Facebook and search for True Food Freedom and Faith. The and is an ampersand. I really look forward to us getting to know one another, so I will see you there. In light of the three reasons we spoke about of why we must look at these issues through the lens of faith, I'd like to suggest now three things that you can begin doing to address your deep abiding problems with your preoccupation with weight loss, maybe bondage to restrictive food rules, your body image shame in a victorious scriptural and faith-led way. Okay, ready? Suggestion number one, begin to reject the self-help messages that leave God out of the process. You're more than just a physical body. Therefore, a solution that deals only with the material part of you, it really can never be sufficient. Even more importantly, when we realize that God is the one who provides the help, the mercy, and the grace that we need for all of this, we find that in Hebrews 4, 15 and 16, well, what would ever make us think that we don't need him to heal these truly deep issues? For example, I recommend highly that you reject the next fad diet you see that promises you weight loss. And you know why? Because you already know how to lose weight. I bet you've done it a dozen times already. The issue, what you're looking for, it's not really how to lose weight by depriving yourself because that's what diets do. It's always more about how to lose weight in a healthy, non-obsessed, long-lasting way, right? And since we already know how to do this weight loss thing, 
and we've done it so many times, well, we can already see that there's something deeper going on in this struggle, isn't there? There's more than a physical body issue here. So messages that deal only with the physical realm, well, they're insufficient. Side note, that's why I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and a biblical counselor, because I know that I have to help women with all these aspects of their being, including but not limited to the physical body. So that is suggestion number one, begin to reject the self-help messages that leave God out of the process. Number two, start to check out where your mind often parks. Are you focused on the things of Christ? Are you focused on the hope of the gospel, on living to glorify God? Or is your mind kind of stuck in the mud of self? You know, maybe some me-ism. In other words, is your mind upward or inward focused? Contrary to common psychological theories, you don't grow stronger by continually focusing on yourself. You don't grow stronger by continually giving yourself the message that you're wonderful and you love yourself. You and I will live in a cycle of despair if we're living to make ourselves great, even in our own minds. Because the truth is, only God is great. We will fall so far short of that mark every single time. You know, a great exercise to do for this It's just just keep a little notebook with you. And when you start fretting over what your body looks like, your size, your shape, your appearance, well, try at that moment when you catch yourself, try to stop and determine what is it that you're actually thinking about? What are your thoughts? Write those down as they occur, as they cause that angst within you. Now continue this practice until you start to see the pattern of where your mind has been parking each time you're tempted into that despair. Then of course, we want to not leave it there. We want to bring this to the Lord in prayer, in faith, and in repentance. So that is suggestion number two. Start to check out and keep track of where your mind is often parking. Now, suggestion number three is by far the most important. Read your Bible and pray daily. The process in which we grow to become more like Christ and away from all this angst and despair, it's a participatory one. And that means that although God is the one working in you, in your inner man, your deep heart issues and your thinking, you're actually cooperating in this journey through faith in him and obedience to his word. And this is how the Holy Spirit changes you from the inside out. This spiritual growth is called progressive sanctification. And Jesus said in John 17, 17, that we're sanctified by the truth and that God's word is that truth. So the very best thing you can do to begin your journey out of food and body and weight and diet bondage is to begin exposing yourself daily to this truth found in his word. This is the truth that God uses to change us in the most wonderful ways as we participate and submit to it and ask for God's help in prayer. Now, if you don't know where to start in your Bible, well, why don't you maybe read through Philippians a few times over the next couple of weeks? We've already used a few of the scriptures from that book, so it's a great place to continue with. I don't know if you caught this a few minutes ago, but I mentioned asking yourself if you're living to glorify God. This is the function of a Christian. This is what our lives become about. Even in the daily mundane areas of 
food, drink, eating, we're to have our focus on glorifying God. This is hard to do when we're so bound up in food and body image problems, isn't it? But have hope. Have hope, sisters. God will help you, even in these areas, as you submit them to him. You will need his help for this, and he offers it to you freely. It is God who works in us to be enabled to obey him and to glorify him in all we do, such as stated in 1 Corinthians 10.31. Whether, therefore, you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God. If you're looking for personalized help for your food and eating and body image issues as a Christian, well then schedule your free 15-minute consultation with me at CherylSharko.com and click on that big pink free consultation button to chat with me. Also, the link is in the show notes. I'd really love to meet you and hear where you are struggling and whether my services are a good fit for you. And I'll see you next time, sisters. God bless. Ladies, if this topic or any other podcast episode has been valuable to you, please help me get this information out to others who could benefit from it too by leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast and sharing the episode on your social media. Or you can always come to any of my socials and like, comment, and share that way. This helps other people know it's important information that can benefit them as well. Thank you for helping.